the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The Answer San Diego presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, good morning, folks, and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. It's good seeing the garden guys as they roll on out of here. Hopefully, you all got some good information on your gardens and plants and everything else. I do know that I buy all my plants from them. So, I have an amazing main tree in my house that I bought from them. It's this humongous tree. Why are you looking at me funny? I'm being serious, man. It's a main tree. I just... Okay. I do. It's amazing. They have the most amazing plants, man. I like to go down there and just... Check it out. Plants are good. They make your life harmony. Yes. You know, plants. So. You have time to water them, though. Well, yeah, that's true. I think if I was single, I'd have a bunch of plastic plants. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, so the, 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 Ming, the Ming plant only needs to be watered like once every two weeks. I mean, it, does, it doesn't need much water. I figured that out from them because I was like, am I overwatering this thing? So... Right, right. So anyway, they said, yeah, about probably once every two weeks and just check the root ball and see if it's moist enough. So seems to be doing fine now. Seems to be a happy plant. Right, right. I leave it alone. It leaves me alone. We're all good to then go. you're all good. Yeah, we're all good. So anyway. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. We appreciate you joining us. You can give us a call here with anything automotive related at one 888 That's 888 888- Three four four eleven seventy here on uh, KCBQ. Uh, the answer, San Diego. As you're listening to Auto Talk Radio this morning, uh, we're discussing how what the term tune up means these days, and and what it relates to on newer vehicles. Because it's definitely not the same as when your father or grandfather tuned up their vehicle every thirty thousand miles in the driveway. Well, especially being the <laughs> the newer cars coming out are all electric. Well, how much well, how much tune up do you really need? <laughs> They'll need to be tuned up. Trust me. <laughs> so, well, most cars. I, they're, they're, we don't have a majority of electric cars I, yeah, but on the, the road. The weird thing is they're trying to push them. And I was, I, and the reason I'm going to bring this up is because I, I was reading up on the tune-ups and how they relate to newer cars and stuff. Because Ford is bringing out their their pickup truck that's all electric. Mm-hmm. So I was, I, I was trying to get a gist on this because the funny thing is, is when I was reading up on it, the pictures in the bed they have a 220 plug in mm-hmm. and that what they show it is the guy using it for work and he so he's got three regular or four regular extension cords coming off and then he's got a 220 plugged into it and i'm looking at that going so by the end of the work day you won't be able to drive home because you spent all your electricity up well d- was he had a 220 plugged into it charging it up no 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 are you sure no i'm positive they because were using, that's the charge they for were, those no, no, yeah but they were using it for a work vehicle oh and they were out on site and they were using the they were using the battery kinds of different things the power their circular oh. saws and all that stuff but i was thinking by the end of the day they just doesn't spend all their battery up hopefully there's a warning system on it so you won't do that but they also said that the car comes with solar panels on top but it only gives you like 15 miles of charge on the solar very much. I mean, hmm. most people got to drive 30 plus miles home and to work, right? So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that works because even, you know, they compared it to Tesla's new truck that's coming out. Well, what about if there was a 220 plug and you could just plug the car in while you were using it on that work site? Yeah, but why, then, do, why do that? You can just plug it into the other outlet then. Well, not necessarily. 
Well, I, mean, I, I just want to say, well, I see, have the no thing idea. Is, they don't give you all the answers. They just kind of touch on everything. And I'm like, well, well you got to got to break all the specs out when it actually is getting well, ready to be produced. They're well, that, not, they're not. They're that's not why I don't really yet. like reading it when it's getting ready to come out, because every time I read a sentence, I'm like, well, whoa, 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 I want more information. And that, they, they only touch on things and give you just well, little bits all the way through it. They obviously haven't. When are they saying they're going to bring this truck out? Uh, same br- time as Tesla. So I think it was the end of this year or or by 21. Well, there'll definitely be I don't remember, I, all the specifications for it out before they bring it out. I was trying to take in all the other stuff. I did read when it was coming out. I'm pretty sure it's coming out on Tesla. I, I Tesla is re- building a truck, too. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I think uh, I, wa- I want to say that they're, the, the, they basically can't. Even Tesla is coming out with three models. So you have 39, 49. And sixty thousand dollar trucks is what you're going to have, and they all have different options, obviously. Okay, so makes sense. Electric cars. I mean, I'm I'm assuming they're going to have. This is another thing. What maintenance are electric? I mean, everything has maintenance. Even it, you know, no different than an AC unit or something that's all electric. Everything, you know, it has to be oiled here or there. Everything has some kind of maintenance to it. So it is going to have maintenance on this truck. The question is, is what kind of maintenance are we going to have? Correct. Correct. Well, there, there's well, there's still there's still brakes. There's still all these different items. Well, that, the, and you still have to oil the bearing. You know, like slightly. You know what I'm saying? Like even electric motors, most of them that are uh, like that have like a little. Uh, you have to lube something or, or or whatever. You know, what I mean, there's something going on. There's there. always maintenance. So there, when you're talking about tune-up, though, you you are correct about one thing. We don't have to replace spark plugs anymore. That's all I'm no, saying. No, there won't be any spark plugs on those. <laughs> that's for sure. But That's I'm sure, sure there's going to be, I mean, because like the uh, the batteries are going to need maintenance. Uh, I mean, who, who? I mean, obviously you have everything else in the truck. There's. I thought they said there was two motors that drive it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, but the problem is they don't give you enough information to actually be able to get, you know, they just touch on everything. So. Well, sometimes it, yeah, they don't. Well, they will. They will have all the special. Spe- they will have all the specifications out before the vehicle is being uh, uh, actually sold because nobody buys a vehicle without all the specifications out. So you you will know, you know. So just like so, a prime example. I did a motorcycle ride up in Washington State with a friend with a bunch of friends. We did an enduro ride, uh-huh. and these guys uh, out of uh, uh, Reno. I think they're out of Reno. Yeah, Reno. Uh, uh, decided my one friend and and his friend that owned this Tesla X, they were going to drive the Tesla X with the motorcycle trailer on the back up to Washington State from Reno, right? Right. So my good friend John, who rode with him, says to me, never again. And I said, why? What happened? And he said, well, the concern here was that Every time we stopped, he says, you know, we put our motorcycles in the back of our trucks and we head out and, you know, I stop and get gas and I might grab a sandwich and I eat it on the way and I keep going or a cup of coffee or whatever. He says, uh, every time we had to stop for what you would call gas, which was to charge the car up was dinner because it was an hour long and we let the car charge for an hour. And he said, that was a lot of stopping, you know, along the way, he said. So every time. So versus where you just pull into a gas station fill your truck up and you're down the road, you know, with whatever. Well, that was another thing, your options. It's kind of like when you go... So in town, there are amazing by- cars. That's my theory. You know, like if you're driving to work and you can plug in there or you're driving to the... to that, If, you know, you go down shopping, you can, there's plugins for them, but, you know, but... That's the thing, too, with the options. The options are when, you know, as the car gets more expensive, obviously, batteries get better. So they say... <laughs> The different packages on those are how far can you drive the car? Yeah, but, so, but one that Tesla be, X, dude, that's that's a ninety thousand dollar car. No, no, I understand that, but I'm saying even on the Tesla pickup, they're saying, and I'm sure the Teslas, I'm sure all the, I, I've never looked into buying a Tesla, but I'm sure their options are the same. Every car probably has different batteries in them. Mm, I think there a lot of there's well. Small, smaller batteries because you got the, you got the lower end Tesla. Well, what, what, which, but what they're saying is the same pickup truck though can have different options how far the car can go. Yeah. So you have two hundred mile range, four hundred mile range, and six hundred mile range batteries. So and I'm not saying, I, I, I doubt the X has different range values. You if you buy an X, it's I don't know. This. Like I just told you, I never looked in because I'm not going to buy a Tesla. I really don't want an electric car. Me, personally. but I, and I bet you that when the Ford F one fifty electric comes out, there won't be different range options on it. 
there's going to be one setup for a battery on that thing. There's not going to be different range options well, on an F-150. No, no, there is. I re- that's what uh, I read. When I really? Reading. Yes. Um, just like every Ford F-150, you have the XL package. You have the you have different packages. Oh, different I see what you're saying. Sizes. So they will have it. So in other words, you know, depending on what you want to buy. That's my point. <laughs> how much money do you want to spend? That, this is the only reason. And I wonder how they're going to guarantee that. The range thing. Like this vehicle will get so many miles. You know? I, I don't know. Well, it all depends how you, you know, everything, just like even the gasoline engines, it's all done in the wind tunnel. So it, it, it's it, it, everybody's driving habits and where you put your foot on the pedal is totally different. So exactly. you ever noticed and depending. Well, it's really easy when driving an electric car to want to stomp on that thing because boy, do they go. Yes. And me personally, I like to go to the desert and, you know, go riding. I, the electric car wouldn't work for me because how am I going to charge my car up when I get out well, there? You don't may not need to. Depends on how far you go. If, I mean, if you're out to the desert is 65 yeah, yeah, miles and, and back is 65 miles and you have a 300 mile range and you plug it in at night and you leave before you leave, then you're fine. Yeah, but I'm going to go. Are you, are you concerned you might get stuck in the desert? I'm having more time in my life. I'm going to go and I want to go farther. I just never had okay. time to go farther. So that's what I'm saying. Typically, those cars um, for long travel it wasn't what they were designed for. They work amazing. And that's why I don't want one. And Me like personally. And yeah. Well, I'm not saying. You know what? If you were in drive town driving, I think they're a perfect car. I'm not saying nothing bad about them. I'm, no, I didn't say you were. It, I'm, my point that I'm making, though, is this, is that you're, you're right. The exact same thing. They work for a lot of people as far as commuter cars. They're great commuter cars. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So and I, I was talking to a guy once that's a doctor that said, hey, I love the Tesla. And the reason why he was on call to like the emergency room. And he's like, I go home, I plug the car in, he's all, and you know what, I know if I get a call in the middle of the night, I have to go to the emergency room or whatever, I'm on call. There's no having to worry about stopping get gas or whatever, I just pull the plug out of the car, I go, and it's good, you know? He's, that's it, that's so, and I said, that's a great point, that really is, you know, for, some, for things like that. So, uh, good, good stuff. To, I mean, for a lot of different options, they work well, and they will. But as you said, there's still going to be maintenance. There's still going to be things that need to be taken care of and maintained on them, and it's gonna gonna have to be handled, you know. And every everywhere from you know um, things fail on them. There's a lot of electronics that fail too on them. So the whole car is electronic whenever it's yes, it's, yeah. So there's all all kinds of modules and things like that. Things that we already replace on gas cars today that handle all kinds of other things. So uh, just important stuff there that will go along and brakes. And although uh, uh, because of uh, being an electric motor, uh, uh, obviously you can have reduced braking, things like that. But at the same time, all these items do wear. Batteries will eventually go out and fail on those just like they do on hybrid vehicles, right? Yes, just like they do on your electric drill. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I, I, the thing is, though, if you drove that car every day, this is my thing, because especially people that use, uh, you know, like their, their electric impacts or their electric drills or whatever every single day. Mm hmm. I would have to assume that, I mean, because the batteries can only be charged and recharged so many times. So Correct. I'm assuming when you're driving this car every single day that you're going to go through the battery packs a little more. Well, you know? they last a long time. I, I actually, you know what? I, I need to, I've, I've known several people that own Teslas. I've never known. Now, I, I, and I do think they put quite a warranty on the battery uh, packs on those cars. Well, how like long the, are they under? See, I, I, don't, I think it's like 10 years they give. How long has Tesla been out now? Oh, a long time. Longer than 10 years. Well, I'm assuming this, it's got to get to a point where, I wonder, I wonder. I mean, I'm assuming their battery packs are no better than anybody else's. I mean, look with the Toyotas and stuff, you know. The, yeah. Hybrids. I think there's more engineering in their battery packs than in the hybrid uh, battery packs for like Toyota. And them. Well, I'm really sure do. they are. I'm just saying the price of them, though. Yeah. And if there's more engineering. It's a different it type of battery, actually, to be honest with you, versus uh, uh, if I... I if I remember right, I'll have to do a little research on that because I don't know for sure. But uh, um, yeah, so interesting. I, I don't know. And I don't know for sure that that's the warranty form either. I don't know uh, as far as the batteries. But right. uh, um, I just I we've replaced a lot of hybrid batteries in our life. Right. Yes. But have we I obviously, you know, uh, haven't talked to anybody that's really had to replace a Tesla. battery. I'm sure somebody's out there that has. <laughs> That's own one that's had an issue with it. It either got replaced under warranty or whatever, I'm sure. So, you know, everything, no matter how good it is, somebody's had a failure somewhere. So one of those things for sure. All right, folks, give us a call. 1-888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. We kind of got on the uh, 
electric car thing here were uh, because we were discussing how they don't require tune-ups, right? Exactly. Yeah. This is how they. This is how times are going to change. I mean, well, well in, in times, gonna, times they're going to need a tune-up. It's just not going to be the same tune-up. I mean, well, you're going to have to oil things and 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 and. Stuff they're like, going to need maintenance, yes. is what you're saying. Yeah, which every car, no matter what vehicle, whatever it is, I don't care what it is, wagon, needs maintenance. Yes. So we had maintenance logs for things in the military, such as is tow bars. All it had was two little wheels on it and little clips and stuff. But you had but, to lube the axles well, or, or the that, and you had to NDI them, make sure they didn't crack, and you had all kinds of things you had to do to them. So there's always maintenance that needs to be done to everything. So no matter what we come up with vehicle-wise, there'll always be maintenance. All right, folks, give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. We're going to take our first break here. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Let's call here at 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. Uh, the Tesla S was first released in 2012, so it's eight years old. That was their first model. Uh, okay. It was. No. Well, was I, I, you know, this is something else. I, I, I don't should, know when I, the I should S do some was research released, on them because though. all companies, they had their first failures here and there before they actually got their good, you know what I mean? I mean, even Ford and all them guys. So I wonder if he, I wonder if he made other cars and uh, it didn't work out or or how that. What's not a he? What do you mean? Well, Tesla. That's a no. It's a corporation. But yes, correct. I mean, it's headed by doesn't doesn't Eon or doesn't he have most of the stock or something like that? Yes, and okay. he was part of the. Engineering. Well, then they made a Model 3, which is a cheaper car, which you may say might be the one with a smaller battery. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'd assume all of the cars have different packages, just like a Ford F-150 where you have the XL, the, the you know, blah, blah, blah. So um, I, I'm sure I'm sure every car has its different options that you can. You know, this is the thing. <laughs> well, they got this cool little new also Tesla Roadster Sport 2.5, and it looks like a little. Uh, um Reminds me of a uh, kind of a um, what was that car that I had one of? Um, it was car of the year. Remember the little black car that I oh rebuilt? Lotus Lotus yeah. It reminds me of the n- Lotus uh, uh, the newer Lotus is what it kind of looks like. So huh. yeah, it's kind of a cool li- it's a cool little roadster. Well, and to be he, fair, uh, Elon Musk is just the CEO. He, yes. and he was an early investor, so he had nothing really much in terms of founding the company itself. But, you know. Oh, so he's just kind of like a spokesman. Who was the founder of the company? Do you know? Uh, I got two names, but hold on one second. All right. I was just curious. that uh, it's, uh, He was, uh, I knew he, 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 I, he put a lot of money into the company is what he did. Uh, it was Martin Eberhan, uh, yeah, Eberhard excuse heard me, that name and Mark. Now. Tarpening. Gotcha. Are they even involved with Tesla anymore? Sure, they are. Uh, again, silent. I'll check. <laughs> a lot of times they're just silent partners. I let our fact checker do our. <laughs> a lot of these guys are just silent partners because that's not their they personality I, to be out on the. I don't. My my biggest question is I don't know who the engineer behind Tesla was. I'm sure uh, there was multiple. There could have been, but usually there's one head engineer that was like, "This is my vision. This, this is, is my baby. Going, this is my vision. Exactly. <laughs> you know, this is what I want to do." So that was only my only. Uh, curious thing so uh uh elon musk uh yes head of the board and i I probably put a lot of money into the project i presume because that's what he does do he's he's quite the investor so um but yeah an interesting car concept that's really kind of done uh okay i mean there's been some other electric cars that didn't do so great so one of those things so uh, Mark is now a part of a robotics company. So uh, they not. both left in 2008. And then uh, the other gentleman, Martin, 
So they left before they even produced a car for sale. Right, right. They just helped with some motor uh, stuff. But oh, otherwise, gotcha. uh, Elon was the one who kind of promoted it into making their own cars. And gotcha. Stuff. Well, cool. Good information to know. So, but uh, um, yeah, Elon does some, uh, likes to invest in some uh, wild things and make things SpaceX. Move yeah, SpaceX and stuff what, like that. He's got a bit of, he's got a little, little bit of money. The guy from Virgin. <laughs> yeah. That guy's always here, 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 everywhere too. So Exactly. Anyway, uh, but uh, so we're talking today about, uh, I don't know Elon, so I'm not going to talk much about him anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to move it back to the car thing that uh, we do here, something that I know know a lot more about. Um, but uh, yeah, today, so, um, you know, tune-ups and how they change. But besides electric cars, even with every other car today, the tune-up is not near the way it was in the 60s and 70s and even the 80s. No, because, you know, you had to do your points, your condenser, yeah. your plugs. And normally back then, wires... Set the dwell, the what? timing. You and could wires adjust went bad. Regularly. Oh, yeah. Well, at 30,000 miles, you were replacing all kinds of stuff. Spark plug, plug wires and everything. Now you probably go over 100,000 miles before you replace the spark plug wires, maybe. If you have spark plug wires, if you have a coil pack, then usually you'll get, you're right, between eighty and 100,000 miles out of them, typically. And back in the day, remember, you used to be able to even go to the auto parts store and buy just one plug wire for your car. You could. But, but that was common practice because they went bad, so You could bad. even buy a little kit to make the length of wire that you wanted, remember? Yep. Well, the thing is, though, is why, um, wires went bad so bad back then that a lot of times, even in between 30,000 intervals, you'd burn a plug wire and you just replace that one to get you to the end of your 30,000s and then you'd replace the whole set again. You could do that, too. Yeah. Um, and then you had to set points and gap and dwell and, and, and then reset timing. the timing and then tune the carb afterwards and... There's all these steps we went through to get everything dialed in and make, make, make it run like a champ. Oh, the fuel filter... You know, mm. now most cars don't have an accessible fuel filter. It's in the it's it, in the module in the tank, which is the pump. Yes. And all. So yes, you're correct. Usually, uh, yeah. So now it's like a set of plug wires, air filter. <laughs> I mean, plugs. Sorry, plugs. <laughs> if you're lucky, maybe some coil boots. Coil over. They got the little yeah, yeah. little boots. That go it's always a good idea to the put plug. the boots in there too because they do dry. They do dry out and they will leak if they're replaceable. Some cars you can't buy them without the coil, so we don't replace coils till they fail. Usually, or if you get one or two starting to fail, then we recommend to replace all coils sometimes. But uh, um, most of them are at the same vintage. And yeah. normally, you know, I noticed most coils go bad because most people haven't replaced the spark plugs. Because as the spark plugs wear, they draw more amps and more amps on the electrical parts like the coil, which is a, it's a, it's a. Uh, they just overwork the coil. Yes. Is what they do. So in other words, the coil has to work extremely hard to jump that larger gap. Yes. Or, or, you know, across that. So what happens is it stresses the coil over time. And then what you get you in, in one of the windings in the coil, you get a short or an open or a ground or, or, or whatever happens inside there. Uh, there's multiple different ways it could go. And then that coil fails or starts to fail. It puts out lesser spark. You get a misfire. Um, then from there is when we pick it up and go. But you're right. That... Leaving spark plugs, and we see a lot of vehicles that spark plugs are recommended between 90 and 105,000 miles, and we see them come in at 125,000 with a misfire, and it's got the original spark plugs in it because nobody's ever recommended to them, or nor have they uh, considered re- the driver of the vehicle replacing these spark plugs, So, and they do wear out. They don't last for forever. And man, back in 1970, if you you wouldn't get a spark plug, you're lucky if they went 50,000 miles, let alone 120,000 miles. That so it's quite amazing what plugs do these I'm days. I'm trying to think an, an old style spark plug back then. I'm not sure it'd go fifty thousand because that's that what gap, I'm saying. That you gap, wouldn't get that gap would be like huge, huge. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and then you'd burn holes in distributor caps, which we've seen. Would you burn rotor bone, buttons out? And yeah, yet, yeah. Well, it's making it overwork. It's overstressing it. Um, so all those things come into play. Um, and so if you want to keep your coils on your vehicle alive for a long period of time, typically it's a great idea. To uh, replace your spark plugs at recommended intervals. Do you remember when uh, Chrysler, uh, they made that uh, spark plug wire that it would slide into the cap and they actually used that as part of the terminal on the yeah. rotor? Do you remember uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. They did that uh, on a lot of four cylinders. Well, the reason I bring that up is I remember one time I had a car come in and the thing in the car was running kind of rough. And I pulled them things. There was no electricals left on, on the end of those. They had all burned off. Ooh. And I was like, 
And I, I remember the service writer. I said, look, we need, to, we need to fix this before we go on to our next thing. And he's like, are you sure that's going to fix it? I'm like, I didn't say I was going to fix it. But to move on to our next section, we have to get well, this you won't. The car won't run right without this. Exactly. So that's one. And that's that's a thing often with different things. You know, we do see cars come in. A lot of cars are, especially that are kept in good shape and stuff, come in with an issue. And it's a single point issue. You know, maybe yes. uh, a failed coil or, or 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 something like that. Other times we see cars that come in and been driven 200,000 miles and not maintained properly. And they have multiple issues to them. And it's layered. It's like, well, I want this fixed. Well, you're going to have to get all this stuff fixed up first to get to make sure that that problem can be fixed, too. Exactly. You know, so uh, you need to keep that in mind on some vehicles. Most vehicles aren't that way. But there are some vehicles out there that just don't... Uh, 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 um, you know, as far as that 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 uh, just aren't taken care of properly. Yes. So anyway, it's one of those things. So, um, we're gonna have to take our next break here, real quick. Uh, give us a call at eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Hey, I do want to remind you that Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified. Taking care of folks in North County now for over 28 years. Woo, long time. That's why Kevin's beard's gray. And and, uh, West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks out there in East County now for over seven years. And our West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission location, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego. AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks for over three years over there. Along with our newest location, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission at 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall, right there on the corner in the Golden Triangle. AAA approved and star certified for smog taking care of folks for over a year now all of us the west automotive group my employees myself and everybody come together to bring you auto talk radio for one simple reason that is we truly believe in the same philosophy we never put money ahead of people very important to us you stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about um the west automotive group is also uh proud to offer six months no interest on your vehicle service and repair needs we're here to help folks uh any way we can as far as uh during the the whole COVID thing, we know some folks have been in and out of work, et cetera, and uh, we got to keep you on the road. So we have a lot of different options to try to help you out there. And once you actually get one of those cards, you can continually use it whenever you need your car vehicle serviced or repaired. And like I said, it gives you six months with no interest. So good good way to go for sure. Um, helps you out. Uh, you can also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. If you think you have a transmission problem, you should get into one of our four locations, get your vehicle checked out. You verify what's going on. Uh, and we also off, offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home, along with low-cost rental vehicles at any of our four locations. Uh, you can hop on westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. From there, you can make appointments, uh, see what we're all about, uh, ask any questions you want, uh, find out information, set up for your vehicle service, etc. That's at westautomotivegroup.com. You can also go from there to the Automan. Uh, page where uh, I'm the auto man for the CW and Fox 5 uh, and see uh, all of our uh, uh, episodes are there on our uh, on our uh, auto man page and also uh, we have an auto talk radio page where we put all of the shows afterwards all the podcasts that can be downloaded and listened to later or if you missed one grab it uh, you can find all that through westautomotivegroup.com that's westautomotivegroup.com so this morning, though, give us a call here, 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. 
Um, Sandy called in from El Cajon. I guess there's a documentary on Harley Davidson uh, electric motorcycle that they've made. That's, I believe I, it. I, well, I, you know what? And if you were cruising around town just for a day ride, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, to have. Sort of like I tell you what, electric cars and motorcycles are fast. Oh, yeah. Because oh, they wind yeah. up so quick. I'm they like, zip. Like, oh, yeah. Well, you got to remember, fast. there's there, uh, there's torque at all RPM on an electric motor like that. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, like we try to get the right cam to get the right RPM on the gasoline engines. But when there's it comes. There's no power band. That, it, exactly. It's, it's, it's from start to go. Go to start. <laughs> go to finish. Which is correct. Yeah. So they're very fast. Yes. And you know what? Uh, honestly, I mean, because the, they say the first electric cars came out, and and I, I want to say the the late eighteen hundreds or early nineteen hundreds. The problem is they electric never electric car. Yeah, not not, not in the eighteen hundreds or the early nineteen hundreds. Or so, I was reading an article that they was talking about electric actual cars. Problem is they never known how to harness the energy. I mean, even at this point, they still have a problem where they can't get over. Just like you were saying, your buddy's going driving up to Oregon. They can't. They can't harness the power. They, they, you know, they can't do it like a gasoline engine. That's why gasoline engines still are so. Well, a gasoline engine doesn't store anything. Well, that's my but, point. But it, it, it's and its, it's own easy. power plant. And that's my point. It's easy to, you know, what pull over five minutes, you're refueled, off you go. <laughs> they haven't been able to do that with, you know, make an electric car that convenient yet. So that's why we're still where we're at. It'd be pretty cool if you could pull over and plug in for just five minutes and recharge the battery totally to its, to its. Uh, now that would be exactly an accomplishment right there. But that's what I'm saying. They haven't been all the, and that's why, and I use that very loosely when I say they haven't been all the figure out how to harness the power yet. They just don't have it down yet where it's very convenient is why, you know, well, they, they don't have the technology to charge that fast. I don't think so. Otherwise they'd be using it. Well, because that's that why be they just a charging station. Well, that's if you could why charge I a battery I, that fast, man, that would be well, amazing. Well, that's why I said loosely they just haven't been all the harnesses yet, yeah. I, and I mean that in a broader. But they just they don't have it down to convenience yet. So I don't think they have the technology. That's well, what it comes down to. Yet maybe somebody does somewhere. They just haven't put it. in That's the not play. that's being that's not being able to harness the energy. It's technology, you know. So whatever. It's just well, correct. So that's one way to put it. Um. So, yeah, it's difficult to make those cars uh, extended mileage vehicles. Well, they're not very good vacation cars. How about that? Well, unless your vacation's 52 miles away. Well, the thing is, is most people are (laughs) driving a lot more than, you know, being the the COVID thing. So a lot of people are traveling again in their cars. So you're and it's not really a car you're going to be towing your trailer with or anything at this point. Well, Maybe they, they say the new F-150s, and I'm assuming the Teslas, too, I haven't read up, and I need to catch up on them a little more, but they're saying that they're very good at towing. And Have you seen a picture of what the Tesla truck looks like? No. Oh. I heard it's not the greatest looking. I've seen the Tesla Cybertruck. It's a goofy looking yeah, thing. Yeah. The F-150, though, looks just like a normal truck. Correct. So I mean, I mean, it, especially if they're going to bring it out to, you know, it's going to have to but have that, a... That's the difference between Tesla. Tesla likes to be on their own little... You know that's that's their style. Well, their cars are functional for what they what they they do and what they're. I mean, they're meant to be cars, well, right? Yeah, but Tesla, but, but a truck. We'll see what they come up Tesla's, with. I don't think it's going to look like that. Tesla also likes to be that car company when it goes down the road. You know, a mile away that that's a Tesla. That's their personality. That's what they are. Well, they're they're a defined car. Series. Yes. Yeah. Well, and they're and and they're definitely they're definitely the the high end of the electric cars. Yes. I mean, they, although they made, like I said, the Model 3, which is a, a way cheaper version. Well, you always got to have a... Mid, but they didn't for I mean, a even Mercedes, time. even Mercedes comes out with a, you know, a midline because, you know... Well, they were, like I said, until they came out with that car, they were kind of the luxury end of electric cars. And they, they were True. the cutting edge stuff. So anyway, but pretty cars. I like their designs. I do. They come up with some good stuff. So for sure. But uh, one of those things. Um, back to the, the whole tune-up thing. So really, in today, even with today's cars, the gasoline cars, tune-up has really diminished to maybe, maybe a fuel filter, maybe spark plugs in an air filter. <laughs> and and that's, that's the tuning of the engine. Well, that. Maybe I, spark plug boots or, or plug wires. Very few cars have distributor caps even anymore, I kinda, distributors. I kind of put it to fuel induction service, though, being like a tune-up because it does really well, the carbon. carbon yeah. Yes, so okay, you could add that in out. there, yeah. But replacement of parts has been minimalized because we have no distributor cap, rotor, points, condenser, all that stuff's gone. We almost don't have spark plug wires on most cars now. No, we're more into we replace the parts as they fail because they last 
you know. Yeah, or or like we said, the only tune-up, real tune-up components left are spark plugs. Yes. So as far as that, that goes, and then along with the boots that go along with them if you're going to replace those. So that's been minimalized, um, and it's been extended out on most vehicles, although Chrysler has gone back to 30,000 miles on their on their 16 spark copper spark plugs on their v8 well they have to have a reason i mean who knows why well, they somebody engineered, engineered that who who did it why and maybe i maybe he's it was just a better bait i mean who knows maybe it's just a better i mean he's an engineer so maybe it's just a better way to burn fuel or maybe i maybe he owned champion spark plug stock and that's why he it wanted be. you know what if we put 16 copper plugs in each one of these and they have to be changed every thirty thousand miles See, my stock that, will go that's the weird part you can buy another plug I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's auto light out there. There's, general, you know, AC the Delco, plugs, Motorcraft. Yeah. Now, they all make a plug with that same thing. But that, if you put that in there where the champion was, it'll run like crap. Sometimes. Yeah. It, it's kind of like when, you remember when Boss first came out with their, their uh, they're the, like the first ones of the, you know, the non-copper and they're supposed to last longer than this. Platinum. But if, but if you put those in other cars, <laughs> it didn't sometimes run very they, good. Sometimes they don't run right. <laughs> no, because it, you got to put back in there what came out of it for the, for the plugs. To actually, well, you'll remember this, and and a lot of people might. There, there was a spark plug once called a split fire that made all these. That, <laughs> do you remember this? Well, they actually those plugs caused some drivability problems when you put them in cars. Remember? Yes, they'd come in and you'd be like, "What the heck?" And it actually started figuring out that it was the plugs. And they also had all these ridiculous claims about better gas mileage, better performance, and all. Burn they, the fuel. They better, actually got knocked blah, blah. off the market, I believe, because they got in trouble. If I remember right, well. They they were just a company that was basically made in China. Spark plugs. <laughs> I well, I don't know where they were made. I never did research. I just knew that uh, we had a lot of issues along with them. The people would put them into everything because they did this big advertising campaign that they were the most amazing spark plug ever, and for commercials. And yeah, all kinds of stuff. And and it uh, uh, just turned out not to be. So um, the one thing I can tell you about still tune ups on your vehicles is when it comes to spark plugs replacement and 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 like fuel filters if there's one available etc in the in the boots following manufacturer's recommendations is really the best if it says 90,000 miles man make sure you get those plugs replaced in 90,000 miles you will save yourself a lot of money in the long well, run coils are expensive well coils are expensive not only that uh you can also um not only stressing the coil but when you're stressing the coil like that it's working hard to make that spark to do the burn you're not getting a complete burn so you're doing a couple things here you're wasting you, your fuel mileage starts to go down you're wasting fuel uh you get excess raw fuel into the exhaust you can reduce or limit the life of the catalyst because you're continually putting excess fuel in there and not that it's going to happen today or tomorrow but over time that's rough on the catalyst so its efficiency starts to drop off and then eventually you get a check engine light you have to replace a catalyst you'll remember that for the rest of your life if you have to buy one of those because uh, they're not cheap on most cars, right? Exactly. Yeah. So and they're they yeah I, you know what I put one on on Christian's my son's truck, mm-hmm. and you know what in three months well it wasn't even three months I want to say it was like a month we checked on the price on it, and within a month it, it went up like thirty forty dollars in price maybe maybe a little more than that I'm gonna be generous on thirty dollars I think it went up more than that but in one because of all this the COVID stuff. Parts are going up in price too. There so. are some parts going up in price. There, there are, and there are some parts harder to get right now too because well, of and I think that's why the stuff. price is going up on things because be. they can they can do it. Could be well, and there's also catalysts have precious metals in them also. Well, not only that, this is I mean obviously this is California, so uh, the cats cost more here because they have to be certified, which costs the company money to get them certified to be in California, New York. What is, is it in California, New York? and California mainly. Okay. I don't know if it's New York Which, or not. I think New York's supposed to be certified. I don't know if they follow all the rules. But uh, California here for sure when we install Catalyst. Otherwise, you go get your car smart. And and, the, and Catalyst are, are kind of a, a, a tricky situation because they have to be Air Resources Board approved to be aftermarket. And they have to be manufactured and certified for your specific engine family number on your vehicle. And if they don't fall into that... And your car will fail for a visual on on the wrong catalyst installed. So whether you have a catalyst installed or not, uh, was just down this road with somebody with a Cadillac a few, couple weeks ago, and uh, the guy was like, "That's extremely expensive. I, I I can have it done cheaper." And I said, "Well, actually, you can't." And I'll tell you why. 
because <laughs> it's, it's not you, certified. You cannot buy it any place but Cadillac from the from General Motors, uh-uh. and that's the price of uh-uh. it. So no matter where you go, see that's that's it. the price of it. The, you can't. There is nothing aftermarket. So when you say you can, you can't. That's my point. That's the thing. And of with, course, we save you money labor wise over the dealer. So you could you got an option. We could do it, or you could go spend a little more money, and they could do it. That's the thing too, because if if uh, if a company's not selling enough of cats for a certain car, they won't get it certified because it's not worth them spending. The, you're the aftermarket the, ones you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, the, the, so, the OEM ones, you're always good to go. I mean, if you buy a, a manufacturer for you have a Cadillac and you buy it, but we buy it from General Motors, put on the actual factory, then you don't have to worry about any certification or anything like that. But if you're buying a Catalyst aftermarket, you yeah, and it doesn't end up matching your engine family number. Well, that can cost you a lot of money down the road because you're you're yeah. gonna fail smog. You're gonna have to replace it again. Yes. It doesn't matter if it works and the check engine light doesn't come on. What matters is uh, <laughs> it doesn't work and the check engine light not come on. And is it certified to your vehicle? That's gonna say if California says it's not certified to your vehicle, then it's no go. It's a no go. That's right, and that will cost you a lot of money in the long run. And we see a lot of people that make that mistake or someplace puts you know that's not. Uh, up to the smog laws and, and things like that. You cannot just put any catalyst on a vehicle. So anyway, that was the story with that. And it was just funny because I, we get, I, you get these people sometimes and all of a sudden, or somebody's telling them, but you know what, if we diagnose your vehicle and recommend a catalyst for your vehicle, we've done all the legwork. We've checked the air resources board. We check the aftermarket parts database, which there's such a thing, and and all the certifications with the engine family number. And if there's nothing available, there's nothing available. You have to go OEM. Well, that's the thing. You want to do it right too, because if you don't do it right, then well, it's more money. You, yeah, you're gonna spend more money. So sometimes we do spend a lot of time in the background, not I mean, getting making sure that we get the right part on the True. right car to make always. sure that always. you don't have issues later. Exactly. There's no question. No question at all. So 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. The Garden Talk guys said the phones were quiet this morning, too. I guess the Auto Talk phones are quiet this morning, too. It was too. a good night to sleep. It was a good night to sleep. <laughs> I do want to remind you, though, uh, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries at the West Automotive Group. So if you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Get yourself an appointment and get in, and we'll get you an interstate installed. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their uh, storefronts here in San Diego at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th in University. Interstate batteries, a battery for every need. It's a true thing. I have their batteries in my mouse, on my desk. I have their batteries in everything. I do too. I have their batteries in, in the alarms on all the stores, you know, the little backup batteries you yes. have. So all those cool things. All their batteries. Anyway. And all my motorcycles. So, good stuff, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, as we're getting down here talking about tune-ups um, on vehicles, I think we've hit most of the high points on this and the important stuff, you know, and, and, and just following your maintenance suggestions on the vehicle is the best, obviously. Uh, keep the vehicle in good working order. Saves you time and money in the long run, right? Yes. And uh, prevents uh, costly failures on other components. Because like Kevin was saying, you know, uh, spark plugs, uh, once they get past their mileage, they have a larger gap. They overstress the coils. Uh, they can, we can, you know, and as I was saying, unburned fuel can cause uh, uh, more carbon burn buildup, can also cause uh, uh, lower fuel mileage, and then also can cause catalyst issues down the road. And we were talking about catalyst and another thing that has nothing to do with tune-ups, but I have also seen now we're back in a thing where people are stealing catalytic converters again. Yes. How you get underneath a Prius and cut a catalytic converter off in a parking lot, I have no idea. Well, I'm sure they jack them up a little bit. <laughs> I have no idea. These, uh, You know, a lot of these people that go out and steal these things, they're not, I mean, they're they're savvy people. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're not. It's well, not they like they're put their energy towards something better than to stop stealing. Well, I'm just telling stuff. you. But anyway, if yeah, so if you ever start your car up and, and it was nice and quiet when you parked it, and it's not so quiet in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. I needed that in my ear. I'm glad you decided to I, scream. But, check engine lights on. <laughs> Yeah, it would be right away. <laughs> hey, you're mostly awake when when you start your car well, up first niche, thing in the morning, and all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> you start your car up like that without a catalyst on it, your neighbors are going to be awake. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to be awake. So anyway, 
Uh, unfortunately, that's going on again now. Um, you know, and we get into times we like have, this. People sometimes uh, we have that one company that they shouldn't that we've been dealing with for a while. And they've had where they park their trucks at night. The one truck I want to say it's been two or three times they've taken the cat off of it. They finally had to start locking the truck inside. Yeah. I mean, well, because, and the other thing that we've also been seeing, I've seen a few times, is uh, fuel fuel necks getting cut and people siphoning gas out of fleet vehicles. We've seen that a few times where we have to replace. That's that true because they can't. They them. really can't go down the neck anymore, can no, they? No, it's hard to get past the uh, um, the, the valving in yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that what they do now is they get near the fuel tank and they cut the cut the hose, uh-huh. and then they can stick a siphon hose down inside the tank actually and siphon the fuel up out of there. So we're seeing more and more of that, unfortunately. So well, fuel's getting expensive. So you know, well, and I gotta say, everything's either. relative. It doesn't mean you should steal it. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying this is why. And there's a lot of more, more people out of work again. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Numbers aren't so bad. I think we're headed trending in the right direction again. But still, at the same time, there'll always be people out doing these things yes. when it comes to vehicles. Uh, so just you know, got to. And unfortunately. Uh, um, it does happen a lot of times to fleet vehicles because they're parked someplace in a yard where they're locked up, but, uh, um, there's not an eye on them all the time. Or even if there is cameras on them, that sometimes these people don't seem to care and, and do things like this. So, um, yeah, all I can tell you is the good news about the scrap metal thing. And the catalyst thing is, is if they're buying those, they have to be, they're supposed to be no, the scrap buyers are supposed to know who they're purchasing them from and documenting it. So it makes it harder to sell those things to somebody uh, or turn them in for scrap now. Yeah, I heard that like when you take copper and stuff in, they, they want to see your they driver's, driver's license. They make a, you read, they do, they document it all because that way if if ever, you know, um, law enforcement is looking for somebody that like. In a, in, stripped I've a house. I've heard of people or, that have stripped houses. Exactly. Because like people can, go to turn their air conditioner on and realize their air conditioner is missing on the side of their house. That's terrible. Dude, that's, I know it is, but I can only, I can only see. How come What's going on? And you go out to look, and it's gone. You're like, what the? <laughs> Let's grab uh, Al real quick. He's got a question on his Mercury Mariner. Good morning, Al. Hey, uh, look, uh, I haven't run the car for, for four months, and all of a sudden I try to start it, and the battery cable's uh, not tight. Uh-oh. And I'm, I'm ha- it's almost impossible to tighten it. I keep tightening the thing, and it, it just wiggles after I tighten it. But anyway... Uh, when I get it halfway tightened, it still doesn't start. It kicks over one time, and then it won't kick over anymore. And I wondered if it has anything to do with the fact that it's it's a hybrid and it's been sitting for four months. Well, you don't charge you don't charge the car. It's supposed to charge itself. Correct. Now the hybrid battery actually has nothing to do with the starting of the vehicle. The regular battery, the little battery, is called the starter battery on those vehicles. But what's yeah. probably happened is uh, four months is that a battery goes, they go dead. So they do. Um, what needs to happen is either replace the terminal or the battery cable that's not so great and then put a good trickle charge on that battery or, you know, uh, and it might need a battery. It may have dropped a cell in the process also. Uh, but uh, No, I've charged the battery a few times over the month. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, yeah. th- then. Uh, the- why, why a trickle charge? Because if you if you fast charge a battery, it deteriorates them quickly. Oh, they're not made oh, for you that. Don't, oh, so you don't ever want a fast charge? Nope, nope. Not it's oh, not the greatest. Okay. I mean, if you're stuck in a situation where you need to jump start a vehicle or or whatever, then then you, I mean, you got to get started. You got to get going, right? But on yeah. a regular basis, if you got got time, you always want to just uh, a good a good uh, slow charge on a battery. Now, I'll be honest with you: if a battery's too dead, sometimes it won't. Uh, the little chargers won't work on them. So yeah. you actually have to get the vehicle started, get a little charge into the battery, then start uh, trickle charging it and go from there. And it'll come up to life. Um, but uh, if they do drop a cell, and if you do that too many times and let a battery deplete too many times, they do yeah. fa- They tend to fail. Okay. I, I towed the car to a, to a garage down the street. Okay. And he told me that the um, the battery cable was 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 bad, needed okay. to be replaced, and and he told me it needs a starter, and okay. that's where I figured he was BSing me, and I got the car towed out of there because gotcha. the starter couldn't possibly go bad from sitting for four months. So what he's telling me is it's got a bad battery cable, 
and 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 if if he if he just fixes the starter, it isn't going to fix the problem. So yeah, and if you know he what, Al? A battery cable and a starter, then he's fixed the problem. But it never needed a starter. Yeah, my suggestion would be, and I don't know how he'd know it needed a starter with a bad battery cable. Uh, need to fix that first, and 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 get a good charge on the battery, and then check the whole system out. I, I agree with you. I don't think uh, you can, it's difficult to diagnose a bad starter when you have a bad battery cable. So replace yeah. the cable, get the battery charged up, and then test the system, and then we'll know. I mean, you could have contacts fail on a starter anytime, but I'm not saying that happened. You you need to start with the steps of the battery cable and good charge battery. Okay? Okay. Okay, thanks. All right, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. All right, folks. Bye-bye. We appreciate everybody joining us. Appreciate Al's call there at the end. Uh, we're here to help you any way we can. You can check us out at westautomotivegroup.com anytime during the week. Uh, otherwise, we will be back here next uh, next uh, Saturday as always, right? You need to keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up as we go, right, Kevin? Any any last words of wisdom? Go out and buy a Tesla. What what when you know buy an F1? I do not have to do any more research a, on them. I haven't F1, done much research. Kevin on. says buy an F one fifty because then you can like uh, electric and you can run all your power tools off of it, and then the car be dead and you can't drive it home. Mm, Kevin finds that extremely funny for some reason. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I wonder if uh, like AAA and them are going to come out with special trucks that can jumpstart well, no, an all electric vehicle. Well, I wonder if it if it has a you know like if you're running if you're running all that stuff off there. I wonder if it has something that goes, hey, you're running out of power. We'll, we'll have to find out. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there. Be safe. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll catch you next week. answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the westautomotivegroup.com that's the westautomotivegroup.com and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk on the answer san diego This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.